1: now for coming in hot with brent wallace and former ottawa senators bobby ryan and jason york good morning everybody welcome to coming in hot uh, brent wallace alongside bobby ryan jason york on assignment today basically drinking coconut water from the beach
0: Yeah, that's what he's drinking. (laughs) That's that's what he's doing down there. Uh, (laughs) Maybe this morning. I won't take up
1: much time because, well, yeah, I got to start easy. Uh, I don't know how long the internet's going to work at the Bates Motel today. It seems to be a little wonky, so uh, we'll see how long this lasts.
0: Well, I'll be ready to jump in Uh, and do uh, absolutely nothing but talk to our guest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing you know Dave very well. So Uh, NHL Insider Daypad not awaiting in the wings, so we'll get to him as we uh, get closer and closer to trade deadline, which is happening March 8th, uh, 3 p.m. So with that, uh, Bobby, let's get some work done, and then we'll get some to the fun stuff, if you will. Uh, The show is always proudly brought to you by Battlegrounds. I got to do Yorkies work for him today. Uh, Battlegrounds axe throwing. Uh, It's safe. It's fun. It requires zero practice. Just come to Battlegrounds axe throwing Mm -hmm. facility. And the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. It's fun for the family as well as kids 12 and up. They can throw with the guardian, book for a date night, uh, small groups, flat rate parties, even set up your own tournament, if you will, uh, to find a location and book your event. Maybe Ridley, Greg, and Riley could have gone to, Riley Morgan could have gone to Battlegrounds and just thrown axes, not at each other. Uh, right. That's B-A-T-L grounds.com. 2615 Lancaster Road near the Science and Tech Museum. Guarantee a good time at Battlegrounds Axe Throwing where safety is our priority. And
0: as always, the show is brought to you by our friends at BEI, the heavy, heavy, excuse me, civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. When planning your next project, consider them for your aggregate supply needs. Um, All things from equipment rentals to hot mix paving and concrete formwork. Uh, They basically move stuff. Uh, You can find them at Excavating.com or at 613-432-1120. BEI, helping to shape Ottawa Valley. Slow down in construction zones.
1: Uh, and by our good friend and new partner to Douglas Mattress. Uh, named Canada's Douglas best. mattress on Canadian living. <laughs> <laughs> Unrivaled comfort and feel, motion isolation, sleep cool, relieves pressure points, great value, convenient box delivery, eco-conscious materials. Loved by more than 200,000 Canadians, over 10,000 five-star reviews, easy online ordering. Uh, go to douglas.ca slash coming in hot. Uh, experience their industry leading 365 night risk-free trial. Don't like it? Just get her full refund, no questions asked. Also, get a $650 value, yours free when you order a Douglas mattress now. So that's douglas.ca slash coming in hot. All right, without uh, further ado, shall we? Let's bring in our good friend David, who I Texted at six in the morning because I just wanted to make sure he was ready and anxious for the show. So I apologize.
2: No, I was I was up at six. I was just counting down oh. the hours and the minutes.
0: Oh, nice! <laughs> <the day. laughs> I, I seven, know this seven, is a big five. day for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. This is this is this is going to set things off nicely for the rest of the week. Forget, forget yeah Monday. My week starts today.
1: <laughs> Good. Well, I don't. I, you seem to be on the TV all the time, so I don't know how you get any rest or any sleep because you travel constantly, but. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Well,
2: I thank you for having me. And, and uh, by the way, I'm you know home, what's... but you're on the road. I,
1: I, I'm in the depths of hell at the moment, David. Um, so, <laughs> you're in the garden. I'm in New Dave, Jersey. Right. It's not storm. that bad. There's <laughs> a snowstorm. They're telling oh. everybody to stay off the roads today. They've shut oh, down everything. Perfect. My kid yesterday in the middle of the game leaves because he's got the flu. So I've dealt with that for the last 24 hours. So yes. Oh, Bobby, yes, I am in the depths of hell.
0: Yeah, the hotel looks nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely place. Okay,
1: David, I'm sorry. I apologize. We'll move on. Um, no, you're good. So, can I get right to the Ottawa Senators? And uh, yeah. uh, you know what? Sorry, I'm going to trade this, wait to trade stuff. Let's get to Morgan Riley for a sec because that's more sure. fun. And we all like the Ridley Greg stuff.
2: Um, where do you think the suspension should be? I mean, before they announced that he was getting an in-hearing uh, or in-person hearing, I, I thought three games. Um, that was kind of my, my guess, just because Like, I don't have an issue with him going after Greg. Uh, the issue, obviously, is the shot to the face. Um, I have no problem with Riley going after him. I don't really have much of a – I mean, he probably shouldn't have done it, but I don't really have much of a problem with Greg sticking it to the Leafs on purpose by, by doing what he did either. Um, your message sending on on both sides. So I get the whole sequence of events. Uh, Just you got to still control where you're going to smack somebody. And and the face is usually, you know, a big no-no. So because of that, and because look, there was intent, it was malicious. The whole thing was premeditated because he knew he was going after him. Again, stick to the face is the big deciding factor. So Look, if it ends up being under five, I wouldn't be surprised. If it ends up being over five, which they can now do, I I wouldn't be shocked either. Because the league has been waiting, and the player, uh, the Department of Player Safety has been waiting to send some kind of message to everybody. I mean, they're not consistent. So, either whatever way this goes, honestly, guys, I'm not going to be surprised.
0: There's zero consistency coming (laughs) from there. So, um, zero. That's the problem. yeah, it'll be very interesting to see which way it falls. But I, I just, I can't get past two games. Yeah, I've watched it. I've watched it ten times. I'm just like, I, I, I understand the intent and where he made contact, but, um, I don't, I don't know. Just for me, it's not a hockey play. It's, 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 it's in. I, I still I'm not defending what he did but I feel like he made contact because he missed where he was trying to do. Like Morgan Riley's not a tough Maybe. guy. He's trying to go over and give him a shot and he hits yep. him in the head back. Man. Like it, it, he deserves time he deserves to get some games. I just don't I don't agree with 4 or 5 or in those numbers now but I don't yeah. I'm not getting paid to make those decisions.
2: Yeah, like if he if he would have just just jumped him, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> then we're we're probably having a different discussion at that point it's okay fine you get a game cuz again you probably shouldn't do it but it's it's a slap on the wrist kind of scenario right um, which i could have seen fine one game whatever but again because because of the headshot whether whether he slipped or missed or or just didn't gauge where he was going properly it doesn't matter you still have to be responsible for it yeah but that's why i think three games like i could see two but it, and now the hearing comes in the in person today in new york so unless he's i don't know taking a time machine he's probably going to miss tonight's game against st louis so there's one game yep um yeah. again the the inconsistency will will for me it, it i wouldn't be shocked either way i'd be shocked quite frankly if this if they throw the book at him and make this 10 games plus like that that would no. be a little surprising for me bye wally
0: but yeah wally's uh, this is, i'm the captain now uh wally yeah. <laughs> so, uh i know wally and Wally's got book uh, pages and pages and notes, but he's dealing with the internet. So I know he wanted to jump in on the sends, and um, and where are you? Am I just gonna do this by myself? now, guys. <laughs> okay. I am. I'm uh, I'm gonna take a picture of this and send this to everybody. Well, we'll pause, Gavin, for some technical difficulties. But until then, um,
1: just hang out, stare at screens. We got one back. <laughs> What's up? I I don't. I'm, how can you not carry the show by yourself?
0: What, like completely solo? <laughs> just I'm just looking at myself on the screen.
1: Could have just read the the quote boards. Um,
2: okay, here's okay. a here's a
1: Sorry David. This normally. Is a finely well-oiled machine.
2: No, that was I got a phone call and I'm using my phone on this one, so and it, it all died. I blame you, quite frankly. You set the, you said it, you started it. It's,
1: yes, no, it's it's true. So okay, I do appreciate though uh, the last thing about, about the Morgan Riley and the Ridley Greg stuff is that the Leafs continue to have quotes that make headlines. So like Ryan Reeves, I I, I, I appreciate that he likes to talk.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Am I, I gone?
0: I, no, you're there. Yep. Yeah.
2: Maybe not. Do we are having a tough call.
0: Well, so. oh, here we go again. I'll I'll yep. jump in again. Yeah. Um, so if we're, I'm writing. I saw the quotes, and honestly, I think what Wally's trying to get at is the fact that Ryan Reeves probably shouldn't be weighing in on this. <laughs> and, right. And uh, not quite the player that you're looking to hear from. I, I don't agree. There's not many times I agree with Ryan Reeves. Um, so he says, I mean, the guy takes a clapper into our net. You're going to go play patty cakes with him. Like, no, there's got to be a message set, and I don't think a push pushes a message to be honest with you. So I thought it was appropriate. I was expecting a fine, a one game max. The kid got up after he saw no one was on top of him anymore. Completely fine. And I think that's got to be taken into account too. And I don't yeah. know. If- do you think that is something that uh, it definitely deserved a reaction? I just don't think it's really necessary to go down there and hardest shot competition into the net. I, I love this quote by uh, Austin Matthews. Actually, yeah, after this is squad. good. Ever seen something like that before? Just last week after the All Star game, I I did enjoy that quote, but I, yeah. I don't know where Wally's going with that because everything the Leafs say ends up on bulletin board material somewhere. But
2: yeah, uh, uh, the, the Toronto has a tendency of. I don't know if you've ever noticed this <laughs> pre, during your career or after your career, they have a tendency of blowing things out of the water um, just and way out of proportion. So, um, look, I, I agree with Reeves in a sense that it definitely deserved a reaction. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I think Greg knew he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh yeah, and and it was it was a shot back at the Leafs for whether it was just for fun or something happened on the ice and he wanted to send the message back. He had to have been ready for what was to come because he knew something was coming. And and again, I don't have an issue with the fact that Riley went after him. It's just you just have to control the stick. If he gets him in the arm or if he jumps him or whatnot, drops the stick down and just bear hugs the guy. Maybe a game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But now because we're we're dealing with the headshot, it's it's a different it's a different story. Now, they could they could kind of You know, they could go 10 games on this one to set a message to everyone else. But it's also the Leafs, so I don't know. Yeah, There's the narrative that they're not going to get the book thrown at them. I wonder if Peros and company are thinking differently. I I don't know. But again, it wouldn't surprise me if this goes big. It wouldn't surprise me if it goes under five. I don't think it should go. I mean, I I said it. I thought it was a three-gamer. Nothing's really changed my mind, but I wouldn't be shocked if they try to send a message here.
0: All yeah, right, well, we'll find out today. Moving on, I think Wally's back, but we're going to transition because we did start to talk about the Sens and um, wh- what their what their deadline could look like. So what do you wh- – you talk about the names, and I guess we'll just start with the easy one, a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah. Um, you know, you're pulling him up. He's having a nice year for himself. He, he kind of gambled on himself with the $5 million – excuse me. Took the one-year deal to kind of gamble on himself, maybe to get a two or a three in the future. Yeah, um, and he's played well, and, and the guys love him. He's he's well liked. He's and he likes the city, so the fit's been great. So it's interesting to see what the market's going to be gauging for him, and, and what his intentions are. If you have any knowledge on that,
2: I think he's I think he's willing to chase another cup. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the past he's been very restricted to, you know, New York market, um, Rangers Isles Devils, and right. for the last for the last couple of seasons prior to this one. Obviously, he ends up he ended up on the Rangers last year, but I think there's more of an openness uh, right now to to chase another championship. He's got one ring under his belt with St. Louis to chase another one with with a, a top tier contender. Like I don't think he's going to say, you know, okay, I'll go to uh, I don't even know who's in the like Detroit, um, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 hope that we create some magic here. I think it's going to be a top tier team uh, that if there is interest. That he would consider that he would consider waiving as no trade for. Uh, you're right. Great fit. It's it's been a fit market wise and and in the room. Obviously, just because of the direction of the team right now, you're going to want to try to maximize your return here. So, and and try to collect some assets, whether it's to pool your and, and deepen your cover or eventually package that up in the summer and try to make some other moves to to bring in some immediate help, which I think is is the primary objective for the Sens. But A guy like Tarasenko, you can get some decent value because from a rental market perspective, there aren't that many uh, offensive forwards that are available right now.
0: Yeah, that can kind of play the – yeah, that can shoot like him anyway um, on expiring deals. Um, I mean, obviously, when you're combing through things, you look at the lifestyle factor. He, he, again, willing to cup chase to a team that's in serious contention that can make it work. But, um, you know, a lot of signs indicate that he absolutely loves Ottawa and might just want to see – He does um and and extend but have you heard anything on discussions about whether that's going to be an option like he he was brought in before stayos and 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 Lauer took over and even though he's been a great fit he might not be if they're looking for long-term solutions he's, he's not quite in that area because of his age yeah. um you know if there's any discussion at all about whether he comes back in the off season if he does get traded or extends
2: it wouldn't honestly it wouldn't surprise me if they if they explore that that option. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be around the same $5 million mark. Right. Um, you know, but it, it it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise because you. you want to have, you know, we, we know the quotes and all that they're looking for pros and, and this, that and the other and trying to add to this group um, to find the right guys in the room. I think he's connected well with mm-hmm. everybody. He, he, he clearly likes it. There's no doubt about it. It's, it's a tough situation right now. Because of how poorly the team's been performing, so you want to try to maximize whatever return you can, yeah. and then explore that in the summer. I think that's part of the messaging. Now he's changed agents for the fourth time in a few years, so <laughs> yeah. that's gonna that's gonna play a bit of a factor. Um, but now shifting, going to the guys over at Newport, I mean, they're gonna provide some some clarity and and, and some messaging as well for him yeah. um, to to understand his situation. So I think it's I think the chances are good that he gets moved. And I think the chances are equally good that they revisit the uh the relationship in the summer.
0: Okay. And uh
1: so yeah, there you go. Wally's back. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try a question. <laughs> um, so what does it mean for him to be switching agents mid season? Do what do we read into this? And for him to go to Newport, which is the agent to the Sens, because they've got I think seven guys under contract with Ottawa, not to mention Steve Steos is a Newport. Right. Guy.
2: Right. Uh, I I think it's it's well, I mean, that bodes well potentially for continuing the relationship later on. I think it's also a matter like this is he would prefer to not have to change locations for the you know third time in, in less than a calendar year. Yeah. Um, but it's also a matter of understanding his situation and having people that have those relationships with the team to kind of calm the waters a little bit. And to, like he might be nervous. He might be ticked off and nervous and understanding, like, okay, it, it didn't go this way. I'd love to, you know, chase again. Um, but do I really want to have to move? Do I really want to have to relocate? And then like all of those different elements come into play. So I think it's a matter of just not mending, because I don't think the relationship is broken by any stretch, but just kind of calming the situation down and strengthening the, the potential position of him being able to return beyond, you know, for next season and, and beyond. Like I, if he comes back to Ottawa, in the summer, if he is moved, um, or even if he isn't, if he sticks around, I, I can't imagine this being another one year contract for, for Tarasenko. I think you're looking at some term two or three years on mm-hmm. this one. So he can kind of stabilize, um, his living conditions, um, and, and, you know, grow a little bit of roots in, in, in Ottawa. Um, right. if that is the case. So I think that's part of the, the reasoning why you've got Newport now in the mix with, with Craig Oster and, um, kind of, you know, obviously go from there. I mean, they you you mentioned how many guys they rep one of them the captain as well so that kind yeah. of helps things kind Josh of roll in yep yeah
1: so then okay here's a it's a two part question does Tarasenko waive only to go for this year or does he waive thinking agreeing to there must be an extension if you will and i know you don't know the answer but two is philadelphia a possibility it's not far from new york if we're looking to the new york area and philly's they're right now. They're third, and they're like they're rolling. I, yeah. they're a surprise to me. I'm just curious if they would try to do something to add some firepower up front.
0: He ain't waving to go play for torts, is he? I, no. I don't see. <laughs> that. I don't see that being a fit personally.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that, and you that's another. Know. That's another scenario where it's like that's that's the bubble team. Like they're not deviating from their plan. Philly is. Like they're going right. to end up making some moves. Um, that's why you're hearing not only Sean Walker's name out there, but you're hearing Scott Lawton. You're hearing mm-hmm. Rasmus Ristolainen, um, who's who's battling another injury. So we'll kind of see where that goes. Um, you know, he's that might be a little more serious than than initially expected. Uh, but Philly is their mindset is still long term as part of their retool slash rebuild. So unless they're getting Vlad Tarasenko for like a sixth round pick, for example, yep. they're they're not going to pay up for for one of the top rentals that are that are out there. Would they make hockey moves? Yes, but. In terms of the rental market I, I just don't see philly being part of it that's the message that's been been brought my way um in terms of tarasenko going somewhere if if the hope from the sense perspective is to move them get some pieces and then try to sign them in the summer then i'm not giving another team permission to sign, to, to talk to the agent mm-hmm. um if if that's the case i i don't believe that's i mean even if they do i don't believe that's going to be part of the equation um, I think it's go chase a cup, see how you like that, that spot. Maybe let's say Colorado, for example, maybe he likes Denver and falls in love with it there and, and explores that option in the summer as well. But I, I just, I think this is a pure rental play for the time being. And then um, you explore your options, including coming back in the summer.
0: Yeah. I, I think too, Wally, you got to take his age into factor. He's He's at the age now where he might not want to sign in a city where he knows nothing about, even if the, if, a team's looking to trade yeah. him or trade for him, excuse me. And, and we'll just say Colorado because we use the example and he knows, he knows nothing about Denver, um, but it, he's not going to sign a two year deal knowing nothing about a city because he's not, there's, there's a comfort level there that that isn't there. Excuse me. So I, I, I think he probably goes into this wanting to control his fate in the summer. So
1: can the, $10 million the other- get you a tour guide? Mm,
0: no because he's made 50 he doesn't care about another i mean yes he cares about but (laughs) but at that point you can you can control where you go and not a a lot of players get to do that right you outside of free like free agency's it and some players never get to free agency
2: if if they get creative um financially and try to make the money work i think one team that is going to poke around that he would have interest in going to the florida panthers Uh, i think i think that's that's a team that if like they're right, they're, they're up against the cap. They don't have a ton of space. They need to get a little bit creative um, in making the money work. Maybe there's a third team. Maybe Ottawa has to eat half, and then you get a third team in the mix or something to that effect. But I could definitely see the Florida Panthers um, being a potential destination for for Tarasenko if, if that works out, and, and I'm almost certain he would waive to go there.
1: What an, I, I well, mean, coordinated <laughs> cap friendly. Sure. He's, he's got 5.75. They've got 5.75 in deadline space. So, oh, they've got more room. than I thought then. Yeah, I'm shocked that, I thought it was a lot higher, but they they're say, kind of uh, a, a deadline cap space. Five, seven, well,
2: five, we seven, know they're wow, good, sorry. but
0: they're kind of a well, wagon again, man. Like, I love that team. I, I, I really do. Yeah. And I, I love them in the playoffs.
2: And um, I mean, the other factor too is you save a little bit of, you save a little extra um on the on the paycheck because now you're in a you're in a 30 extra yeah
0: yeah
2: so yeah so that 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 wouldn't surprise you know what i'll be honest i i um and good good on you for checking this uh because i thought they had a lot less space that changes the the dynamic a little bit here for for the panthers in this respect um i i would imagine ottawa regardless of where he ends up is going to have to retain a, a portion um but I mean, Florida right now, depending on what the assets are, because this is probably going to be a scenario where you're giving up prospects more so than picks. And I don't think they I'm just going to double check or maybe you can see it, but I I don't yeah. think they have a first round pick and not that Tarasenko would go for a first round pick because I don't think that's the case. Um, but I, I think their their draft capital is a little thin, so you're probably looking at younger assets that would go back if if they make things work and that might be one of the only options um, if, if Tarasenko kind of hamstrings the, um, the, the the possible locations where he may want to go to.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Florida doesn't have a first in uh, this year or next year's draft and doesn't have a second in this year's draft as well. So, second yeah, either. Okay, right.
2: yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you're looking at young, yep. young prospects most likely.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll move on because I don't want to keep you too long. Um, yeah. Jacob Chikrin next on the list, who garners a lot of attention from Ottawa. Ottawa fans love him. Uh, he's been a great fit, but there needs to – I just feel like there needs to be some movement on that left side i don't know that you can keep everybody and still find a right hand shot without any cap space so yeah do you think jacob chicken's around at the deadline
2: oh yes yeah he's he's been talked about um for three four weeks now mm-hmm. um that that he's been he's been out there um now there's there's depending who you talk to, there's a variety of different reasons as to why his name is out there and why the Sens are listening. Um, one is because, yeah, they're stacked on the left side and you've got to figure out, you know, either the right side or another area on, on the roster. Um, the other is some, some chatter that, you know, he might not get along with everybody in that room um, and questioning his, his desire to stay long-term. And if that is really the case, then... Um, then you have to look at your options and the potential of making this type of and this would this is this is this isn't them selling off chicken by any stretch this is correct opposite city of what happened last year when they got him this is this is a hockey trade if if they pull this off you're moving asset for asset you're just generating an acquisition in a different area of your club um but he's out there they're talking um to to a few different teams there is interest i think some of the teams that explored interest before ottawa got him last year have been poking around as well uh because it's not a matter of just getting him for this run if you're a playoff bound team and there are a few that aren't that that are poking around um but if you're a playoff bound team you get him this year and next year for sure and obviously you can work on an extension and and sign the guy as of july 1st to a longer term deal so that's going to be you Mm. know i guess part of the equation too but he's he's definitely out there i
0: i like I, i we've heard I think everybody's heard the rumors and and Jake even came out publicly and, and kind of commented on it. where are saying it's ridiculous what people are saying about um, him wanting to be moved, him wanting, not getting along. So he's kind of addressed it, but yeah. usually when there's a little bit of smoke, there's a little bit of fire and he, and he kind of doused it at best. But um, what, it, I mean, just what a monumentally bad trade it would be mm-hmm. if he were to be gone within a year uh, mm-hmm. and, and, Obviously he's gonna fetch a return, but not
1: the kind of return. I mean Well what if he in- does fetch yeah. the return though that you need on the right side? That's it, does it but then don't move it, yes. him. That's a big excuse me. That's a big what
0: if though. Um yeah. And and I I you would hope that they're the people that are running the trade in Ottawa now are doing a little bit better than the previous regime. But um, what? That's what I was gonna ask. What is what is fair market value for where he's at now? Like you, you get to judge, you get to decide that if you're Steve Steios, I guess. But yeah, where do where do you see like what picks prospects? No, no, this is NHL players.
2: Is, yeah, this is NHL caliber talent going for NHL caliber talent. Like you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not making this move to get. I mean, if somebody offers you four first round picks, then you're probably gonna take that. But right, you know, let's let be being realistic about the situation. Um if if your stayhouse and and the crew there you're not moving Chickering, and you don't have to by the way like he's he's yeah. your asset you don't you don't have to do this um but if if it does go down this road you're you're moving an asset and you're getting an asset back whether you're packaging it for a better asset whether you're get whether it's a lateral type move and you're just addressing mm-hmm. another area on the team i don't see a scenario where the sends make that move without that happening right uh, so he may be out there. There may be, again, you know, back and forth on who he gets along with, who he doesn't get along with, whether he wants to stay long term, whether he doesn't. None of that really matters right now. Um, it's, it's, it really comes down to the Sens exploring their options. And if they can find an area that, whether it's the right side on the blue line or another area on the team, um, I, I think they're going to, they are exploring it. Um, I, there was some talk about a month ago about Calgary. Um, and some chatter regarding McKenzie Weger. And we know some people within the organization really like the guy. I don't know if that's escalated. I think that's kind of calmed down um, in, in the last few weeks after some initial discussions. And Weger now gone on, gone off on a, on a heater as, as well himself, the hat trick the other night. Um, yeah. But that's the kind of player I could see them going after in, in this type of scenario. A guy that addresses the right side but is also a, a hell of a good guy Room wise and connects and is that professional that they're kind of looking for? I'm not saying it's going to be him specifically, but somebody along those lines. Um, I, I can certainly see, and that's that's likely the direction they go if they do move a chicken. It would be for again talent for talent, talent for talent. I, I like talent it. he's got hard, his okay. no
1: trade clause and stuff, but he he only makes yep. I'll say only like the six. Is it, I think six point two five somewhere yep. in that
2: um, year. He's a year one of of year eight. He's got a full no yeah. trade for the first four years, but um would he would he be interested in coming home
1: because mm-hmm. well that's the thing right but not everybody wants to come home and play in
2: right. their home
1: city but the only issue i have is because chicken has 4.6 4. next year he's going to want more and you if you're making a trade for jacob chicken you've got to factor in paying him Eight
2: a lot of minutes. money yeah
1: right so more, and I think probably more of- than
2: 6.25
1: yeah exactly so if you yeah. can make that switch i'm all for it but i don't I don't know if that's the case. So, so yeah, switching
0: I, out of, I like, I don't know if that's the case. You, if you do make that trade and it's a lateral change and Uyghur comes in, you have to, you have to assume that you're spending, you're saving money over the time, right? Cause chicken going to, I don't know what he's worth. I, I have no idea what guys get seven? NHL contracts. Now just baffle me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Prob- yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. seven, seven and a half range is, is what I would imagine mm-hmm. they'd ask for. Um, and and kind of go from there like uh, yeah certainly the dollars will factor in long term Mm -hmm. on on how this kind of plays into the equation and and again whether it whether it escalates with calgary and and uyghur or not i'm not sure i know they had discussions initially um but you know that caliber player that type of player Mm -hmm. is certainly something that i could see Stayhouse and company being being interested in exploring because you've got a guy with term you've got a guy who's controllable for the next seven years after this one Mm-hmm. And you're gonna offset the money a little bit because you know if, if Noah Hannafin, for example, is sitting on a, on an eight-year extension at 7.5 million that he still won't sign with Calgary, you can kind of use that. I mean, not the same type of player, certainly, but you can kind of use that as a bit of a benchmark in, in terms of the next round of of defensemen that are getting their their next contracts. So seven, seven and a half, mm-hmm. maybe more, depending on term. Um, I would imagine that's going to be part of the discussion point if it if it hasn't already been discussed uh, to this point.
0: You there, Wally? Nope. I had a f- I, nope. I, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't see him blink for a couple of seconds there. Um, oh, there so sw- he is. I guess switching away from the sense, I was... I put money what? in the,
1: the meter for 15 minutes is all I get, I think.
0: <laughs>
1: we appreciate it. Uh, so switching a-
0: out of Sens talk for a second, where do you see... like? It's kind of a that that time of year where guys are in or teams are in, teams are out kind of daily, right? So what what are some of those middling teams that um that you think are going to be buyers more than sellers? Teams that that are going to want to make that push as opposed to just being content with maybe we make it and we draft in the middle of the round kind of you know the Nashville's of the world that right. that seem to do that every year. But what what are some teams that you think are going to be some buyers in that area?
2: Um I think a lot of them Bobby, I think a lot of them are are in in both categories. Yeah, like you're you're selling and and you're buying. If something falls, like other than New Jersey, by the way, I think New Jersey, without question, they're they're in buying mode. Yeah, um, they're they're on the outside looking in. They want to push. You can use the injuries as an excuse. No, Dougie Hamilton the rest of the season. You know, Jack Hughes has been up and down with injuries. A couple other guys have been battling Palat and whatnot. So you could kind of use that as an excuse, and it's it's somewhat validated. You don't want to, but. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's not an excuse. It's what happened. Yeah. I mean,
0: they've been decimated.
2: Right. 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 So for me, I think two teams in the East anyway, that are, they're, they're looking to add to the roster that are right now on the outside looking in New Jersey and the Islanders. Um, Okay. Those are, those are the two clubs that I could see that are those bubble teams that are going to look to add. And then you've got St. Louis, you've got, um, you mentioned Nashville, Seattle in the West, Calgary they're the mm-hmm. ones that are those bubble teams that are like, mm, we're probably more set on selling than, right. than, buy. I mean, other than like Calgary's in, in both They're they're selling, but they're going to try to utilize some of these assets that they're, that they're getting, whether now or in the summer and package them up for immediate help. Guys with term guys that are controllable, younger players in the mid twenties. That's yeah. kind of the mindset that they want to go in. Cause they're not going through a rebuild. It's, it's a retool in Calgary. Um, at the behest of the owner. So that's what you have to, that's, that's the push there. So, um, but for, for a few other teams, like I still think we're a week, maybe a week and a half away. If, if Seattle, for example, continues to dip, um, yeah. you're going to, you're going to hear a few names. I mean, we're already hearing Eberly, you, Wenberg's name starting to make the rounds, Justin Schultz, a few other players. Um, I, I think those are going to be more of the sellers that are on the bubble market. And the other one that's really interesting to me is St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, they're in the second wild card right now, but if they could trade Colta Pareko or Ter- Tori Krug tomorrow, they'll do it. Now they both have no trade clauses. Right. Um, so they'd have to approve it. And, and we know Krug vetoed a trade to Philly in the summer, which kind of worked out for Philly, um, <laughs> right. all in all. Uh, so that, that was, that was better luck on their part, but with St. Louis. Either of those two guys, they want to clear out a little bit of money on that back end. Um, Starting to hear some whispers about Toronto poking around on Pareko. Um, um, and, and I, I know true living had interest in Pareco last year when he was still in Calgary. I don't know if that gets anywhere, but there's some chatter that they've at least inquired um, and, and explored that. So maybe there's, there's something there, but they're looking to move out some pieces. Bushnevich's name is out there, but they also want to stay in the race. Right. So that's, if anything, it's it's kind of New Jersey Islanders for me buying and Saint Louis is teetering yeah, on both sides. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you meet actually I are you with us, Wally? He's blanking. I'm just
1: watching you work and watching thinking how much work. more you're gonna want to work get paid well, for. Well, I today. don't want to
0: keep bags too long because I always set the benchmark <laughs> at forty minutes for guests as, as opposed to your hour. So um <laughs> I I'm I'm just gonna say We're I We're good, I want, boys. Give me a hot take um, on who the first goalie moved is. Is it Markstrom, Gibson, Saros, um, Ooh, Corpus Owen? Corpus- <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or do do they all stay contract. exactly where they are? Um, I think I think the closest is is Markstrom. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Gibson gets moved now. I think that I think there's a good chance that that gets seriously explored in the summer. Um, and he may not have to go too far if something happens, wow. uh, there. No, so, there's
0: no way for beaks doing that.
2: <laughs> uh, no way. I would be, I would be surprised, but there were some discussions prior to last, I mean, at some point last season, um, oh. about it. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, let's just put it this way. It wouldn't shock me if that happens, um, at all. It just would, it would take a hell of a return. To, to pull off because of who they'd have to deal with. But yeah, uh, um, but that that is, I think, a possibility. But I think that's more the summer. Same with Saros, also in the summer. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that gets gets explored then. Um, Merzlikens, too, I just don't see a fit right now. Unless Buffalo decides, you know what, we don't want to wait anymore. We're going to make a move for a guy that has a little bit of term on his deal to help groom some of the, you know, whether it's Levi or whomever. Um, I, I don't... I don't see much happening other than New Jersey and Markstrom because I know Markstrom would go there. I I know he would wave to go to New Jersey. Um, They haven't had a formal discussion about it, but you know, talks, I know there were some reports that they've kind of hit, hit dead water. I don't believe that's the case. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think that they're going to, I think it's a pause right now. Let's, let's just take a breather and then refresh because we've got some time. Uh, But I think that gets revisited. It was close. I, I think they. I think Fitzgerald takes another crack at this one with with them. so, if one guy of the big goalies is moving, um, I, I think it's Markey in in Calgary.
0: I think that's a game changer if he gets there. If he gets yeah. to New Jersey, I think they become a very, very. Um, well, they are a very good team, but I think they become real a real contender if if they get some guy if everybody stays healthy the rest of the way. Yeah well Well, i'm done man i've been commanding this thing for a half hour i'm done i got nothing see i like my guests (laughs) in and out get them moving
1: (laughs) i like it hey i appreciate your time david uh we'll catch up with you on the road soon i know you're busy right up to trade deadline for sure so we'll try and chat with you after uh but thank you much
2: how long are you in in uh, jersey
1: well it may be a couple of weeks the way the snow's coming down um (laughs) i'm supposed to drive home
2: tomorrow so we'll see oh We'll miss each other then I'm, I'm i'm heading out for the stadium games uh on wednesday so which is tomorrow ah,
1: so. well safe travels because i know it's a miserable time right now in the new york area <laughs>
2: oh i'm <laughs> looking forward to it uh <laughs>
1: right. see you there thank you amen okay sorry bob uh, and i apologize to everybody for the internet today so uh no worries. we'll try to get through this but what, we doing? what do we got you got we got lock of the day uh, coming, but first, um, before we do that, I just want to go back uh, to do our DoorDash hot and cold performer because um, I want to do it on off day. So it, just because of the season he's had, I think it's just time to give some props to a particular player. So this show always proudly delivered by DoorDash. Get everything you need even at the last minute. Choose what you want from where you want with double dash on DoorDash. Order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees so everyone can get what they want and need. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees in their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters. 25% off, up to a $10 value, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Uh, don't forget, NATION25, offered valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. We went with Parker Kelly today, Yorkie. So, he goes into tonight's game, needs one Your goal. <laughs> uh, <Your> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm just – I apologize. See, the whole thing is a mess today. It's all right. Uh, he needs one goal to set a career high in goals. needs one point to establish a new career high. But under Jacques, I think he's mm. he's found his game, or at least we all knew that Jacques liked this type of player, and we're seeing Parker Kelly really start to elevate his game. And, and in the last game, when they're trying to protect a lead, he's on the ice – down the stretch. Uh, I, I yeah. think he took Drake Batherson's spot, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, he, he's he's just looked good of late. That's I just want to give him some props.
0: Yeah. The, I, the Sens don't have a ton of guys that can say they've gotten better this year, which is a big, which is a big thing, right? Like yeah. at the end of the year, when you look at it and you goal scorers and players will break down points and things like that. But it's like, did you get better in in, in what you consider a lost year? And Parker Kelly has. Um, I think he kind of asserted himself as an NHL player last year and even, even into the beginning of this year, but he's really, again, Jock Jock likes that type of player. He's given him a, some runway. Uh, I, I think he's rewarded Jock. I, not only do I think he's going to, I mean, surpass his career and high in both areas. Um, yeah. I don't think it's a stretch for to say he's going to have a 10 goal season, which is going to be really a nice thing for him to say, um, as a guy that doesn't get a lot of glory, but putting up 10 goals and playing in the role that he's played in is good. He's, he's, he's a great third to fourth line player for these guys. Um, and somebody that doesn't get talked about enough because you notice him just about every night.
1: Yeah. And he's doing, and I remember at the start of the year, people were all over him. He shouldn't be on the roster. And, and I believe like our show has always been supportive of Parker Kelly. Just let him get under his feet and you'll find out the type of player he is. I'm not yeah. sure he maybe was used properly early on, but he is. He's elevated I just I just like watching him play
0: I, I do too I think he's a great fit for the system um, and, and and a guy that he seems very content with his role he's like he's not a guy that says I need more minutes or anything he just comes to the rink he's happy to do exactly what he's um, expected to do yep. and, and does it goes home and resets and does it again like you, got, like you love players like
1: that I, and I'm starting to think under Alfie and, and I'll say Jacques the players are now being given defined roles I don't know that for sure. And I know you played for for d j. It just seems like Parker knows that role and knows exactly what's expected. Ridley Gregg, Shane Pinto, all these guys, and I think they're starting to now play into that spot, yeah, and
0: that goes a long way when you know exactly what's expected of you um, yeah. day in and day out you can you can kind of come in and f- find what works to get yourself in that headspace to be that kind of player because that's a that's a tough ass to be that kind of player all the time um and and he's done it. Done it extremely well this year, so he's one of the few guys when we look back at the at the end of the year, like who had a good season. We yeah. can say Parker Kelly has to to, to this date, right? Um, things change, but he's, he's had a great year.
1: Mark Castellick concerns me a little. Uh, mm-hmm. Not getting like not getting ice time down. He he, didn't, he played two shifts in the third period last game. He's not. Uh, I don't feel a Jacques guy right now. He's not getting a lot of ice time.
0: And I, Honestly, and I,
1: I, and I can see him possibly being moved to the deadline. I don't know about the deadline. I don't know, I don't
0: know what the market would be for him. Um, not much. And that's not to slight the player. But, again, some people just do better with different coaches. And I agree. He doesn't seem like jock type of player at all. I watch him, and I don't know if I trust him out there a ton either. And it just seems like he's got no confidence, and and he seems a little yeah. lost as to where he's supposed to be right now. Uh, so I, I agree with you, um, that he's, that he concerns me too. I don't know that he's going to be around, um, next year, but I, I don't know. If somebody comes in and wants a right-handed center. He's, um, he's perfect. For a, like, yeah. For a depth change. playoff push. Yeah. but I, I don't know. He doesn't face-offs? have, he doesn't have a ton of, like he doesn't, I, I, I don't know. There's something missing there for me. It, Day in and day out. Like Parker Kelly, you know, is going to work every day. Castle just kind of dips his toe some nights. Maybe he just needs Um, to be told. I don't know. The last time we saw him getting FaceTime with Alvy was one of the first games where he was getting chewed out (laughs) for not finishing a hit. But that's the thing. Like Parker Kelly's going in there. He's finishing that hit every time. Whereas Castle takes us. He takes a drive by every now and again. And that's that's not you can't do that in that role.
1: Because it was allowed is my guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he had a long leash. I think DJ liked him a lot. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, now he's not getting away with things and, um, and it's getting amplified.
1: So anyway, I, I still think he, I think he's a great spot for that fourth line center. Huge. Mm -hmm. Right. Like If he can just find that angry side of him, perhaps, you know, like, wasn't it, Oh, what did Ryan Reeves say? There needs to be more violence in hockey. You can tattoo that on me or something.
0: I don't know when he talks, I'm, I'm just, I zone right out. Usually when he's talking,
1: I, I love him for, I love him for his comments. Cause he just, he just likes to stir it up. Um, yeah. he so, just likes,
0: he just likes a camera and a microphone before. Yes.
1: Do. Well, he needs all the airtime cause he's not getting any ice time. So yeah, um, <laughs> Fair enough. before we get to lock of the day, we do have Wendy's. Did you know, which is tied in to our lock of the day perhaps. And so, uh, Wendy's is letting you win real food. With your fancy teams this year on daily Faceoff, just go to dailyfaceoff.com click on the wendy's daily face survivor icon and start to play every day for those of you who smoke the competition wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills download the wendy's app in the app store and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat along with some fresh never frozen canadian beef sign up to play the daily Faceoff to win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from the wendy's and the wendy's app uh jacob chikrin by the way if you don't remember people it was march 3rd last year jacob mm. chikrin made his ottawa senator home debut and of course remembered grandpa john in the stands and chikrin scored a goal added an assist in the Sens' 5-2 win so he just played his 60th game as a senator on saturday he has the he's tied for the third most points by an ottawa senator defenseman After 60 games, by the way, 34 points, 10 goals, 24 assists. Um, And now he's getting to play Columbus again. Um, I think we all talked about whatever can happen with him. I just he's been such a a fun player to watch, Mm -hmm. uh, especially offensively. Like when you know you can hammer those pucks on this side wall, right?
0: I was going to say, make sure we add, especially offensively, because there's been some times defensively where you're yeah. like, <laughs> not, not every game's a Picasso. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's, that was the whole team for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I think we, he's the easy number. He's the easy guy to talk about for the trade because yeah. of the contract and the fact that, um, that he's the last guy into the core. Right. Yeah. But I don't know, man, he scores some goals. He's got a shot. He makes some plays. Uh, he, he does everything well. He skates, um, true professional, like takes care of himself off the ice all the time. I just, um, I, I love it. I think we're undervaluing him, Yeah. And I, I get but guilty the- of it too. Cause I, I, you know, sometimes I, I lean towards Chabby having played with him and thinking Chabby's so good. Um, Sanderson's kind of the, the first in the, of the three for me now at this point, but, sure. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. jake he brings a lot of value. It's just an, an easier contract. Oh, really? That's all. Is. all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I uh, but, hell of a player. Yes. So, um with that said, we'll get to today's lock of the day. As a sense, are looking to win four in a row for the first time this season. And they take on the lowly, way down behind them in the standings, Columbus Blue Jackets. Lowly. And um, <laughs> lowly. And we should point out that uh, Yorkie has taken the Ottawa Senators. Not like it's a surprise. See,
0: that's, all right, well, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I can't, I, I want to like, take this gap and make it bigger but i'm i gotta take the sends too hey you know who's a hell of a player chantilly's a hell of a player i I've, I I've he has leads them in the
1: road points yeah
0: he's a good player um but yeah that team's just brutal um so you can't you can't you can't bet against the sends here i have to take the sends, and i i'm gonna be taking them a lot more I'm a, i am i said they're gonna be above 500 um there's some big games coming up that i'm gonna be taking the sends in
1: well i well, here's the thing: if you're betting today, you would take the sense and take Shane Pinto to get a point. That's that Just would be my pick.
0: That's not a bad. Is that a what do we call that? A parlay?
1: But well, if you do, you can do one more. So okay, do you think it'll be within a goal and a half? Will it be under two goals? The deciding game score.
0: They've gone to the um, they've gone to overtime quite a few times against these guys, haven't they? Uh.
1: Not well, not at home against Columbus in the last 10. They're six three and one, but okay. I don't know how many of those wins are overtime wins. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I think they, I think they beat them by two or three tonight.
1: So take the over. I'm taking the over or take the over two over two. Yeah. The spread. There we go. (laughs) Well, we'll see how it plays out on uh next week when we get back. But the sends, I I don't know why. Like right now, early on, you you were like, why? I don't know that I would take Ottawa, but now it's like. I'm not sure why I would bet against them too much. There you go. So you take it messes everything up. Makes it to I you have to take Ottawa. Like as much as I would love to be at a heel for you today, I can't take the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> you really can't, so I'm with you. No, yeah. Uh all right, Bob. I appreciate all your work you did today, Bob. You must be exhausted.
0: I'm tired. Ty- I'm gonna hey, I got a massage lined up. It's good, it's a nice day. I knew I knew, I, <laughs> I, knew I, I knew I was gonna be in front of the cam uh the camera running everything today.
1: Uh so okay. Well Enjoy your spa day. Uh, we'll you. see you next time. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you. Thanks for tuning in to Coming In Hot. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button and be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode.